by Ford. From the front to the back as pages turn, reading is a very fresh way to learn. Everybody. Hello. It's very abrupt because Petty's not here to do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to True Literate. I am Sunny D, and this is True Literate. Petty is not here with us this week because he's at a wedding, doing wedding stuff, being cute at a wedding I wasn't invited to. It's fine. I don't know who's getting married, but, you know, congrats to them. Um, so in Petty's place, I'm joined by the one, the only, the magnificent producer Lee Jai. Hey, Jai. Hello. I'm smiling like they can see me. <laughs> She was like prepping herself to you guys. And like, oh my God, Producer Lady Jai. Producer Lady Jai has graced our presence from California. Hey, girl. Hello. Thank you the for sovereign coming. state. <laughs> like, California is really thinking about like leaving America. They're like, we'll just be our own country. I'll come. I wish I'll come. they would never let us go, but I wish they would. I'll come. I'll, um, no, they will not let you go at all. Uh, now that money Hollywood makes. <laughs> really? <laughs> Um, and San Francisco, I'll come, I'll come, I'll come to California for realsies, not for play plays, but for reals, for reals. Come, I always try to like guilt people into come and visit me. But you never have to guilt me, you just know I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't come visit you. You never like, you're like, I need somebody to come visit me. I'm always like, I'll come, but I'm poor. I always Help say that me, I'm poor. Like, like cheap flights. I'm like, girl, it's 150 round trip, come on. And I'm always like, Jai, I can't come because I'm at work. <laughs> I don't have any money for a $20 ticket to California. <laughs> Look, you need to use Tinder. Like people getting houses. What, people got a house off Tinder. Yes, this and this one lady. She got a car. She got um, okay. a bunch of boyfriends to buy her like I, new iPhones, and then she, sold, she sold all the them. iPhones. Yeah, I didn't see that. First of all, I don't know who these people are talking to on Tinder. Second of all, not these dudes in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to buy me a house, if you want to buy me a car, if you just want to buy me food. You know, hit your girl. Well, I feel up. like if you ask a dude who wants to buy you an iPhone, he'll just be like, "Get you a sidekick." Like that stuff still work. Oh my god, um, yeah, I'm poor, um, so I never get to visit Producer Lee Jai. Even though now, since I have my new job, it kind of put a a little halt in my plans to move to California. Cause I know, I, you came to California and you were just too far, and I'm like, bro, I don't have the energy to. I know, it was so traffic. far. I was like, I don't even know where I am. You were like, where are you? I was like, girl, I don't know. And I look at it, it was like an hour and a half to get there. And I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Especially with traffic. It's just bad for the nerves. <laughs> Your nerves shot. Like traffic in LA is so bad. My like if they're so like, big. hey, we're going to do like this like tribal where we sacrifice somebody. And if it's not me, I'd be with it. It's stupid. Um. Okay. <laughs> so on that note, Bruce and Jai, what are you here for this week? I am here for wigs. That's <laughs> <laughs> also want everyone to know. Producer Lady Jai has come over to the nappy side. Um, she has. She is now a natural woman. Fun now, no woman, and that's her. That's me. I love wigs. Like I just bought a bunch <laughs> of like wigs, and people never know. I work with a bunch of white people, so they never know. They're like, "Oh my god, I love your haircut," and I'm like, "Thanks." Yes. They're like, "Oh my god, like did you just change your hair? Did you just cut your hair from yesterday?" I'm just like, "No." I'm thinking, I'm like, "It's another wig," but. <laughs> 
She's like, can you tell us? I'm like, yes, They're I can so tell us. They're so easy. <laughs> They're so easy. Like, what took me so damn long? I don't know, cause you be seeing people wearing wigs, maybe bad. I might. I'm thinking about getting a wig. Just, but you know, if I get a wig, it's gonna be like get purple. A wig. It's gonna be like. 20 different colors. I hate when I see people like with like really straight, very synthetic looking and it just kind of stick to their heads or if they start sweating, it's the sweat just stick to the side. Of their yeah. Face, it's like, yeah. It's like, you know, when people be having like the track leave out and be like bad leave out and like they have <laughs> Perry be saying like, he be talking about them girls that, that he go that he teach. Oh, my phone's going off. He talking about them girls that he teach and like how leave out be different colors and stuff. And then in school, it's like, why are you even wearing all them like different types of weaves and stuff in school? I had my hair. That was it. And it was a bad perm too. And ponytails it was wearing horrible. style. So I might have slapped on a ponytail. A yeah. drawstring ponytail. Shut up. Okay, <laughs> we're not talking about it no more. Those are bad times. <laughs> we're not- <laughs> We're not talking about it. Also, we have a silent guest in the room, and she's like laughing silently to herself, which is very strange. She's like, "Girl, you can laugh; it's fine." <laughs> she is not quiet whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> she's lying, um, but yeah, we won't put her on blast just so yet. Um, so this week, I am here for uh, shit. There's so much. So much. Thanksgiving week, Black Friday. I know. Week. I'm here for like having Thanksgiving at my house and my family coming over and like listening to my idea of doing karaoke at the oh house. Oh my God. You know, I love karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about calling you, but I knew you were going to be spending time with your family. Yeah, they had me. Yeah. Just three things I Even love in I... this world. Red velvet, creme brulee, and karaoke. <sighs> Red velvet is so gross. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> you know I don't like red velvet. You know I make it for y'all I all the love time. It's always like, Sunny, can you make red velvet cupcakes for Delta Week? Yep. Also, want everyone to know particularly why Jai is wearing her line jacket. Because I think She's, it's the time. It's the time. It's it's Bayou Classic weekend. She is in line with everybody else right now. I never get to wear it. It's been like I pulled mine out of like my uh my space bag and i was like oh my line jacket i could wear i was like i don't need to wear this right now i'll put it back i'm probably gonna take it off when we if we do anything afterwards that's fine just you know, just be liquor, one of them liquor liquor i want nobody to I rush mean, me <laughs> i wish they would i'd be like we'll get your ass out of here i'm in <laughs> like i mean i feel like once you like not in college no more if you're caught drinking your letters then oh fucking well i know you're an especially adult. if you're like a q q's like they like always drinking and they let us oh yeah everyone's in here everyone in here is a delta mm-hmm. i never get to do that either <laughs> <laughs> oh oh dash I, i'm O-O-P. one of those greeks like if i'm out i don't want like somebody in a sorority or like in our breath returning like talking to me <laughs> like if i'm in the airport i don't need you to know like i'm in a sorority <laughs> like, just me unless her is in the airport because then we're loud and we will oop you from down the terminal or oof, Angela Bassett. Oh my God, fucking Angela. All right. Uh, what do you <laughs> What are you not here for this week? I love Angela um, Bassett. I love you, Angela. The last like week or so, I've been seeing the word shrimps around a shrimps. lot. Shrimps with an S. With an S. And I'm just not here for that. I mean, I feel like we as a people have evolved too much to be using <laughs> shrimps. And I mean, if you're using it for emphasis, like okay, jumbo shrimps. All right, it I know it's big work. as hell, it but. Work I saw it on menus. And I'm mm-hmm. like, has no one told you that shrimps is in the word? Shrimp. Shrimp. Yeah, I'm not here for that at all. 
Um, this week I am not here for my hair not acting right. But you know, I did it to myself. I did it to myself. <laughs> I decided to blow my hair out, which I've never done before. So I did it myself, which is a bad idea. Did you do like the tension method or did you use like a comb? And the tension method. So it was like much, it was out much longer. Like this was like way out to here, but. I don't know. I went outside for a hot second and shrunk back. You could tell I've been watching mad YouTube videos. <laughs> I know. She's been, watching, she's been all her natural hair game right now. Um, so, yeah, I did a blowout into my hair, and I was like, okay. And then it, it looked all right. And then so I was like, I'm going to put rollers in it. I've done that before. Well, I haven't personally done it, but you needed it. And I was like, I put rollers in, and I took the rollers out, and it was real cute. And then my dumb ass decided to wrap my hair, which I don't remember. You should have left that in the past with the creamy crack. I know. I should have <laughs> left it. I should have just took the rollers out, did a quick little pin curl, and it would have been... But I decided to wrap it to so hold it because I wanted to lay back down. But it was also this was 7 o'clock in the morning, so I was not making good decisions. No good from me ever comes at 7 o'clock in the morning. The good things come from me at like 1 o'clock at night. 1 o'clock in the morning when it's like, you know, I've been up and my creative juices be flowing. Which is when I decided to blow my hair out. So, I tried to wrap it, combed out all the curls that I set under the dryer for 20 minutes. Like, you know, setting in with the self-adhesive rules or whatever the fuck they're called. Yep, and now it's like this because you know. So I put in the bantu knots and bantu knot out came out real cute. I was getting my Tracy Ellis Ross one, <laughs> but you know, whatever. I tried. Sometimes oh. things you gotta let things fall where they may. I know, let the chips fall where they may. Uh, you know, it's just it's just so hard sometimes, Jai. Um, so but producer Lady Jai has come up with the topics for this week. Um, we don't know how long the show is gonna be. It could be long, could be short. We don't know. We're unsure. But we miss Petty. Hopefully he calls in for us. He might be drunk at the wedding. Who knows? Hey um, Petty. Hey Petty. Producer Lady Jai was mad. We were talking about her on the show, but you know. We don't care. Yep, because I was going to tell y'all. I was just making sure that I was coming for sure before I told anyone. Whatever, Jai. I, I was. Didn't I, I, told, I told you, right? See? And I did text y'all. You just text me first because I put it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what happened. She ain't shit. And y'all just talking mad stuff about me. It wasn't mad stuff. <laughs> we actually said we like it you. Like, we love you. It was like three whole sentences of... Producer Lady Jai just ain't tell me. But we were excited. Shut up. <laughs> you act like it was. Shut up, Jai. At least we're talking about yours. Anyways, taking a Brizzly break. We'll be back.
Rings, niggas won't be the game, but long little cheek for a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long little cheek, niggas fighting over rain, niggas won't be the game, but long little cheek. Yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long little cheek, uh, cockroaches in the ratchet, uh, hand me downs with the patches. Mama put a little money in the mattress. Taught me how to make a silver spoon out of plastic. You can either sink, swim, or be the captain. Get the last word, I'ma get the last laughing. Now they say you're dinner while you're dressing so classy. I don't want my best dressed day in a casket. You can either leave, follow, or get out the way. Make a fucking move, it will make my fucking day. Got a hundred year plan, you just think about the day. Always been about time, more than been about pay. Got up with me. Saying couldn't run with me. Chief come to find you. You don't come for me. At best, you could run a little company. Nigga, at worst, I could run the whole country. That's right. Pimp game like a brothel. That's why I don't judge a nigga's hustle. I Airbnb the crib like a hostel. Summer rate cheaper, could the streets get hostile. Shot the boy. This far from a hobby boy. So, no, I won't record for your homie boy. Turn the party out like a naughty toy Then I go and hide in plain sight like a lobby boy Yes, sir, that's your dinner on the banner Riding for my niggas getting locked up in the slammer Elders saying everything's a nail to a hammer And niggas can't spell, but we know I Instagram Well done better than well said I read niggas well, a nigga well read Really, I ain't met nobody smarter. That's why I got admitted, but I still rejected Harvard. I'm the Fresh Prince in a school where they couldn't read. Mama put me in a school with the Kennedys. When I met Bill Clinton, I was 17. But dead presidents is all my niggas need. Dining with the governor's daughter. And the father say I remind him of Obama. I'm the chief diplomat every day. And I'm black and white. Janelle Monáe. They won't be the king, but long little chief for a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long little chief, niggas fighting over rings, niggas won't be the king, but long little chief. Now watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long little chief. Get the steak without the steakhouse. We're talking juicy marinated steak.
black beetles in the city Be back immediately to confiscate the money Fresh ground Wow My Send flowers but you said you didn't receive But you said you didn't need To explain. I'm a fucking black beetle, cream seats in the regal, rocking John Lennon lenses, like to see him spread eagle. Took a bitch to the club and let a party on the table, screaming, everybody's famous. Like clockwork, I blow it all, then get some more. Get you somebody that can do both. Black beetles got the babes belly rolling. She thinks she love me. in the 
we are back. Hey, everybody. Hey. Welcome back to your litter. I am Sunny D. And I am producer Lady J. Hey, producer Lady J. Hello. What up, girl? Long time. No see. I know. I miss you all the time. I don't come back home enough. Know. But then when I do it's come home, I say that all the time, but when I do come home, I'm just like, I'm ready to go home. back. <laughs> I can only take my family in spurts. <laughs> Next time, just come and just spend time with me. I'm never home, so you only see me like twice. Um, but then I gotta leave the house, so it's like. <sighs> <laughs> well, whose fault is that, producer Lady Jai? Any hoodles, any hoodles, poodles. So you have a topic you would like to talk about today? Yes, I, I forgot to look up articles. Might be it. I mean, I feel like it's something that people, everyone relates with, and if you think about it, they can kind of figure out and see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about cultural conditioning, mm-hmm. which is. Basically, I think most black people the in the world me? are, yeah. All right. I'm I think most black people in the world are conditioned, and it's sometimes they don't really understand how deep it is. Mm-hmm. They just may think, oh, this is my preference, or this is just how I feel, but it's really just very, very deep conditioning. Okay, I'm going to actually give me a, a example in a second. So, um, you sent me a screenshot, and it says, cultural conditioning is the social process in which authority figures such as parents, professors, politicians, religious leaders, peers, and the media define our cultural values, beliefs, ethical systems, and ultimately the way we perceive ourselves in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I started to really think about it because, like, after I cut my hair, <laughs> I didn't show my mom for, it's probably been, like, a month now, mm-hmm. and I just showed her. She was like, mm, Okay. Like, she's a strong proponent of creamy crack. Like, but she doesn't have a perm, though, huh? Exactly. <laughs> Your mom's funny. My mom, yeah, she doesn't have a perm, but, like, she was like, if I could get a perm, she she said she would never let it go. So when I cut Why my hair, she she's like, one? she has alopecia, Oh, uh, okay. So I think she's your she mother. She like hasn't been diagnosed. She just kind of self-diagnosed herself. Oh, okay. <laughs> you think she's your mother, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> she just, you know how black people just look on web and being like, oh, yeah, I got that. But yeah, and then like I started to think about like all the like older black ladies that I know they hate natural hair. And I yeah, like it's also like why? Hair, anyone they're just... like, why? Why would you do that? Why is your hair like that? Go comb your hair. Like go straighten your hair. Why? Why is it like that? But then I'm like, it's really deep conditioning. Like now people are starting to break out of it mm-hmm. and like think yeah. more open mindedly. But to them, it's unfathomable to have your hair. Yeah, and then like you got to come up with all kind of excuses instead of just being like, it's my hair, leave me alone. And and you have to come up with like, well, I want to grow my hair out because it's healthier or I want to grab my hair out because I want to try something different like, but or yeah and it's like I don't like that it's also like you know people old people always tell me they don't like my nose piercing and one time I told my aunt I was like I really don't care so yeah, <laughs> it's my nose to, like, I and my cousin was like you can't people tell people care. that and I was like she was like she's your aunt you gotta be respectful and I was like I really don't care cause like first of all she how could old be, is she a great aunt cause she ain't a great aunt like regular aunts could get told like no she's like my dad's sister so she's like in her late 60s she still could get red. I'm just like, I, there's also like a whole nother conversation about like authority figures and like me being an adult that I just don't understand. We can talk about it later. <laughs> we can talk about it another time. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. Like I started to really think about like how people are conditioned and they don't, like a lot of people, a lot of the older people who don't like natural hair, they're just like, I don't like it. Like it looks nasty. It looks but it's like also that. like you had an afro in the 70s, so I'm really confused. A lot of them didn't. A lot of them just like have been having like, the creamy crack for like forever, forty years, <laughs> and their hair has like turned green, and yeah, they still and it's are like holding on broken, to it. Broken, mad broken, mad thin. 
I mean, not everybody that has a perm. Let's just preface and say, not everyone has a perm has a bad perm. I say wear your hair how you want. And but a lot of people have perms. But I've mostly a lot of people that always want to tell me about how my hair looks and my natural hair always has is always somebody with a bad part. <laughs> so <laughs> I say just wear your hair I'm like not knocking anybody relax. If you want to relax your hair, do it. Do, just take care you, of it. Don't let nobody else tell yeah. you what to do with your hair at all. Good hair is hair that is taken care of and it is healthy. Healthy. Healthy, girl. Healthy. <laughs> 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 you, you reminded me of this chick from uh, Love and Hip Hop. Like, she over enunciates things. No, but let me finish my story. Do then you you'll just get compare it. You'll me get somebody it. in Love and Hip Hop? She over pronunciates everything, but then by over pronunciating it, she pronounces it wrong. Like, she kept saying, I can't believe he wasn't going to get a prenup. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, what? There's no T, Yeah. Well, you don't have to over enunciate because I talk so fast. <laughs> so, in order to slow myself down and so, you know, people can understand what I'm saying, I have to. Enunciate. I miscombobulated. She said miscombobulated. And I talk so fast that I mumble over my words. So, like, that's why I came out healthy. We're like the Black Gilmore Girls. Are we? I've never seen episode Gilmore Girls in my life. Well, everybody on that show talks very fast. Oh, what's my entire family? Um, Okay, so another example of cultural conditioning would be like, um, like, would be like a, a, like a, like something my dad would always be like, I shouldn't date a dark, dark man. Yeah. But, like, when you were a yeah. kid, like, your family would be like, oh, don't be outside too long. You're going to get black. Yeah. And, like, and I didn't really think you, about it you, as a kid. But when you think about it, like, dang, that's messed up. Like, what's wrong with being black? Yeah. It's like, you know, you shouldn't date a really dark-skinned man. or you like have dark kids. Or dark-skinned people aren't really pretty and stuff like that. So, like, you're conditioned to think, like, something's wrong. Like, even, cause so, like, I didn't really think about it. But, I mean, now, like, thinking back on it now, um, my dad will always say that, you know, he's from the country. He old. You know, sometimes... A lot of times, my my dad would say things, and I'd be like, "What are you talking about? You know, parents ain't parents ain't perfect." He was a great dad, but sometimes he says some shit I did not agree but with. But the problem with that is, but, like, when you're a kid, like a lot of times when you're a kid, like you just think your parents know everything. Yeah, so and so, but I also like internalize that, and then like when I would like say like, "Oh, I like guys and stuff like that," I'd be like, "Well, I don't really like darker guys," and I was like, "I don't know, I just don't find darker guys attractive, or you know, I rather like I rather light lighter guys." And, like, I think about that now. Like, I remember saying it out loud and I was, like, in fifth grade or Yeah, I, mean, I feel like, like we all had those biases. Like, when I was younger, I was like, I want to have lighter kids because I don't want my kids to have a hard life. Yeah, and I don't like, want my kids to be ugly. Up. And it was like, I like I thought about it. I was like, damn, I was just fucking, fucking myself over. And, like, it's probably always been in the back of my mind or something. Who knows? I mean, I don't think that now. I'm just like, yes, it's equal like opportunity employer. When you think about it, it's really, like, hateful towards, like, yeah. being black. It's also just, like, hateful towards myself and stuff. But um, I don't know. It would also make me uncomfortable when my dad would say stuff like that. But I still somehow internalized it and, you know, portrayed it as like me not liking darker boys and rather in light skinned boys. But it also made me uncomfortable when he would like say, oh, that person's so black. And I was like, Ugh. Or like when people get made fun of for being darker skinned when you were in like elementary school. Call them like burnt biscuits and it's like just, burnt this and burnt that. And it's just like make me so uncomfortable. I was like, oh, my God, y'all shut up. But it's like they would make fun of the dark skinned kids and it would also make fun of the light skinned kids. See, luckily for me, I'm in I the middle. I kind of coasted. <laughs> coasted hard. I was in the middle, like. I was kind of just waiting for which side was winning and I was just going to hop on with them. Nope. I was always <laughs> in the middle. Like, y'all are all ridiculous. But I always just got made fun of for hot talk. So they they already had something else reserved for me. I like very. I, I got made fun of for hot talk. But like, 
if you remember uh, and being Spike smart Lee's, uh, kids are stupid how you make fun of somebody for being smart dumbass motherfuckers if you remember children. like spike lee's school days and there was that number good and bad hair i was like <laughs> good I, bad hair. I didn't know what shot i was gonna I, be on yeah, i couldn't be on, i guess i would have to be on the light skin side right i would have just waited out until the smoke cleared because <laughs> like, <laughs> the girls um because the darker girls were like all like various shades of dark brown and they were like mostly natural. Yeah, and then all the light skinned girls were like light, light, yeah, light, very light with like long weaves of long hair. Yeah, they were they were like, Dan- like they were I like was, Dana's color, like my sister's color. So I'm like, and so I don't it's like know which side I would be on. Neither of us like, could fit because we because we, we were both like pretty in the middle <laughs> spectrum. And because it was like you know, I mean, Tisha Campbell is light as fuck. Jasmine. uh... Jasmine guy. Jasmine guy, yeah, yeah, like they're real light. Like that to me, that's like light skin. That's yeah, like Jasmine what my guy looks mixed, like. So it's like, yeah, I would just wait until they finish lighting it out. I would just like... not be there. I'd be in the Delta line and sleep next to my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever won, I'd be like, yeah, them light skin people crazy. <laughs> and they're like, oh, they're witch, man. Them dark skin people crazy. <laughs> you know, us brown folk, we don't gotta worry about that. Um, but I guess like another way to think about culture and condition is also like in like social economic status like oh you can't really be friends with her or you can't really be friends with that person like i guess we're just going to like man people have fucked up childhoods like, parents are horrible especially like but, if you look at the history of like especially in new orleans where it's like you know there were actual groups like just for light-skinned people mm-hmm. you know light-skinned people had access it all boils to down to like white supremacy because <laughs> there were balls where like if you're darker than you know, a paper bag, you couldn't be in the balls. Yeah, but there's never actually been, like, a paper bag. It's just, like, reference. Just just, like, a theoretical thing. Because um, paper bag comes in multiple different colors. Anyway, but my dad would also... Again, my dad is from the country, and he's old as fuck, right? He would also say this, like, rhyme all the time. He was like, if you're white, you're right. If you're brown, you get to stick around. But if you're black... You gotta get on back. That's what he used to say. What kind of foolishness? <laughs> my dad grew up in the civil rights and then like segregation. He was born in 1942. That is so sad. He's, he always say his uh his first name was nigga. His middle name was boy. Growing up, he grew up like in North Louisiana, right next to Mississippi. Did they used to call him that? Mm-hmm. Like he, if he used to get called nigga, he used to get called boy. His first name was nigga. His last name, his middle name was boy. That is a whole nother psychological <laughs> episode. Yeah, and so, like, I think that's where, like, a lot of people, like, our parents and grandparents get it from because they spent all their time being so oppressed. Um, I mean, we're still oppressed, too. They but like they spent to oppress themselves. Yeah, like, but it's like, so they had to, like, assimilate to what was better, and what is better is, like, being closer to white. So if that means perming your hair or if that means being not lighter, not marrying dark-skinned people. Like but still, wanna, also, not marrying white people, out. which is also a very strange thing. Like, you you want me to be closer to white, but you want me to not marry dark-skinned people, but you also don't want me to marry a white man. It's like they wanted to, like, so how purge off the black. It's like they're yeah, just Yeah, but also people. by not wearing, marrying white people. It's like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? How the hell you think we gonna get light if I can't marry a white man? Anyway, especially like here, they used to have like the systems where like, uh, like like light skinned Creole women would get like become pretty much second wives, mm-hmm. and like the rich white guys would like kind of take them and pay all their bills, like give them children and stuff. It was still crappy, but it's like okay, I live like an live a little bit better. Life. Yeah, your social economic status has been risen, and it's like it's also like the same thing with like, um. Oh, fuck, I forgot what I was saying. But yeah, like cultural conditioning is like, you know, your socioeconomic status is risen, but it's all rooted in white supremacy being closer to white. And it's also like the same thing with like naming people. Like if your name sounds ethnic or sounds hood, I mean, 
I don't want to say your name on. I know how you feel I about. Don't even, I don't, honestly don't even use my name. I know you don't use your name, but I know how you feel about me saying your name in the public. I don't. They don't need to know me. They don't need to know <laughs> your real name. But it's also like you know somebody could be like, oh well, her name is just too much and something like that, and then they will perceive you as like they condition to think that people who have um, more ethnic or ghetto sounding names. Are we don't girl? I ain't got no money for brunch. <laughs> He's got the same text message from my oh. line sisters. <laughs> I don't have money for brunch. I ain't even gonna be on like I'm will be in California on Sunday, so my phone just not let me text anything back. Anyway, um Yeah, it's like thinking someone whose name sounds different is like below you or beneath you. And I feel it's it's pretty much like that everywhere. It's like people kind of just reject anything that's different than them. Like, I was mm-hmm. reading this article about the Salem witch trials, and uh, one of the first people to be accused was uh, Tituba, one of the slaves, because mm-hmm. basically she was just different, and he was like, I know that nigga gotta be doing some type of witchcraft. <laughs> Sorcery! Look at this color of her skin. And they was like, and she could swim too? I don't trust her. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on. Um, so I guess another... What's another form of cultural conditioning that we come up with? Like, I feel like... Especially, like, in dating, especially, like, when... um, I'll use, like, celebrities and, Mm -hmm. like, athletes. Like, they get... Like, kind of say they get on, and then they're like, okay, I kind of have to elevate myself. And if I'm with the... With like a black woman, mm-hmm. then that kind of diminishes my talent. Like, I went... Like, Eartha Kitt gave this interview once. She said um, she had, like... She kind of had like a sexual relationship with Harry Belafonte and she said one day he literally lifted her out of his bed and he was like a black woman can't do nothing for me and put her out god damn it Harry you too Harry and if you look at Harry Belafonte Sidney Poitier all of them you know ended up marrying white women because they wanted to advance their careers mm-hmm. and it's still kind of like that and today married a white man. I know she did it right she was like she but she like left America. Yeah, she was like, all right, she, bye, gave, y'all. she gave up her citizenship and was like, I am moving to Switzerland or Bye or Sweden, whichever the fuck. Yeah. That would have never happened if she went through that situation with Ike. So <laughs> Ike wasn't shit. So you know, we can't really yeah. use that as an example. You can almost look at That's every, a bad example. It's a bad you example. You can almost look at example. every black male celebrity and their wives or or significant others are either light skinned or white. Or at, like you know, exotic looking. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, let's like thinking about the psychology of that. And I think a lot of them do do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it probably still, it happens like that for white, for black women too. Can't think of anything right now, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put black men like, out well, there Jesse like Williams that. Jesse Williams' wife is, is like my color, but Jesse Williams is also real light. So he can't really. Yeah. I like, I like him. I, I like him them together. So I love you, Jesse. But Williams. you can, I feel Jesse Williams definitely didn't like marry for like, status or whatever yeah they was already married before you know they was dating shit when he was doing what sister traveling pants so but like i'm thinking of like black celebrities i'm like kanye definitely he i think kanye wanted to follow like the jay-z pattern of like marrying a chick that's like you know known for something, something. out in the world yeah known for being like all awesome, like popular kanye just wants to be popular guys yeah and i'm thinking about oj Maybe he's not the best example. <laughs> <laughs> we got some bad examples. Um, shit. What about to say? Um, 
it's been a very long i ate a lot of turkey y'all and um <laughs> and i slept a lot today I was like, let me talk about my dinner <laughs> uh, so i'm a little off because i'm also still tired god damn thanksgiving food i was full from one place i was knocked out i really was knocked out for like two three hours they got video and everything and i was like i have to get revenge <laughs> Because oh. Petty is a game of chess and I am Bobby Fisher. Oh, no, I always say that. Hey. Like, <laughs> you got to wake up pretty early to get shy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you think we can combat cultural conditioning, though? I think, first of all, people need to kind of free themselves. Go read something. You know? <laughs> read a book, actually. I need you to Especially go read a book. Like, I think like I started to realize it when I started to become more self-critical of like why I think certain ways and you know mm-hmm. why I do certain things and then like it kind of I kind of just had an epiphany I was like wow that is really messed up yeah it's like god damn it I'm not I'm limiting myself like if I was still to think like oh my god I have only date light-skinned dudes you know I am I am attracted to light skins I'm also attracted to dark-skinned dudes but I would have you know I would have cut myself off from so many men not like I date anyone but <laughs> if I was to still be like, oh my god, I can only date light skinned dudes. You know what I mean? Minute I just cut myself. How dare? He's like, have you noticed that like light skinned dudes date? Well, light skinned dudes kind of date like kind of the spectrum, but like dark skinned dudes love light skinned chicks. Yeah, because they also like their culture, the condition to think that's better. Like, why gonna date you? You know, because like I seen a dude try to holler at a light skinned chick, and he only saw the back of her neck. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you didn't even see her face. And they're like, oh, that's just my preference. And it's like, is it your preference or are it's it a prejudice? Be, yeah. It's like, be self-critical. Because a lot of people really don't want to look at themselves. Anything that goes wrong is like, oh, this person did that to me. Yeah, this they don't want to me. think about it. Like, oh, like that Ayanla video and said that man said, because some girl told him he was ugly in like the third grade. So he yeah, he's like, they called me weird. I'm like, this lady. And the thing was, like, he was kind of like laughing at the women. And I'm like, they had real trauma. Like, one lady had been molested since she was eight. And her fam- like her mom was like, well, you ain't say nothing. So you must have liked it. Other, other women, like, had okay. been abandoned by their fathers or kidnapped and, like, sexually assaulted. And they're crying. And he's just like, they called me weird. And I'm like, dude. Like, you don't have problems compared to these other women. You know, actually, and also right now, weird is in, so you're low-key winning right now, so be quiet. No, he was just corny, and, he, like, <laughs> you could tell he was the type of guy that, like, re- like rejects things before they reject him. Mm-hmm. I can kind of pick out the problems of those guys that were on there. Like, because it wasn't shit. One of them lacked confidence, one of them was just misogynist, and one of them was just, like, corny and, yeah, <laughs> judgmental. Um, but, yeah, so it's like... Everyone's culturally conditioned to think like people are culturally conditioned to think black people are naturally stupid or or, or violent or violent or just like we anything can all dance. less than and we can <laughs> I can't dance, y'all. <laughs> Surprise. I'm, 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 I'm pretty good. Um but, but let's not get possessed. <laughs> but yeah. Um I think like a good way to stop it, I guess you know you said like be self critical and think about like why do you have the feelings that you have and why do you think these things. But also I think if you're gonna do that, you need to like look at what's wrong and we need to figure out how to stop carrying those things down. Like you know, we need to stop telling, you know, we need to stop giving these side comments to our kids. Like, oh, you know, you'd be pretty if you were lighter. Like, I've had people in my family who oh, said... Oh, don't go outside so much. Like, yeah. I have people in my family who said, like, 
they were told that they were ugly because they were darker or they weren't light enough and stuff like that. And or, you know, everybody or my, you're cute for this person that should yeah. be ugly. And you know, everybody on um, my mom's side of family is light as hell. Like you know, they like the light skin army. So <laughs> like, and it's like who? And it's one of my cousins who's telling me this is like the same color as like Teacher Campbell. She was like her grand, her aunt, or one of her aunts will always say like that she's just too dark. And it was like, your girl, you way lighter than. Like, what am I supposed to look like? You want me to be transparent? Basically. Like, they wanted to be very fair-skinned because she was too dark and she was ugly because she was dark. But it's just like, it's like we, I think we just have to confront it. And maybe, I know it's hard to, like, talk to older people and try to get them to change their minds. Because they're very close-minded about it. It is. But it's also like we have to confront it and be like, like someone, like my grandma now has natural hair. And when she told me she had natural hair, I was like, mm. Mm. Now what? Yeah, Sure. Sure. Um, but it would be like something like, you know, when, like, say if my grandma still was against natural hair and I had like a daughter and I was growing her hair out and my grandma would be like, oh, you should put a perm on her head. And like, I would have to stop her there. Like, that, baby's of, like pushing, that baby hair is nappy. That hair is nappy. She don't look cute. Then like, that is when you step up and be like, hey, you know what? This is my child. Don't I don't want you to tell her this. <laughs> right. Really though, shout out to Solange, but because you would I, have to like step up and like be like firm in your actions and make sure you contradict that every time. So like you know, like you just let stuff from older people slide. Like you're like, oh whatever, you know, it's fine. You're like, no, don't tell my child this. Don't tell her her hair is nappy. Don't tell her her hair looks ugly. Don't do this just because you don't like it. But like, you know, this is my mm-hmm. child and how I'm raising her, and then it will help the child not really internalize that. Like it's also yeah. cultural conditioning. There's a lot of cultural conditioning in my family, but like for people to think. I think it's very widespread. Honestly. It is. And people don't know that they're but doing it. But on so it. many different levels, like like to be girly in like, <laughs> in the corner, like to be girly, like it's cultural conditioning to be like, oh, well, you know, girls shouldn't play sports because, you know, only lesbians play sports and, you know, I mean, you know, you're going to be, you're going to play sports and become a lesbian. Boy. You're a time boy and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, or girls shouldn't get dirty and you have to be clean and you, and you get cultural condition. Like you have to be like less than a man because you're not strong enough or you're not like. It's like if you really love a man, you'll stay with him and support him no matter what. Yeah. It's also like, yeah, lots of like relationship cultural conditioning. It's like, oh, your, your husband cheated on you or he slapped you. Oh, sometimes women have to deal with hard stuff. No, I don't want to. That happens a lot. But like when I really thought about it, I'm like, especially like racism and Indian racism, there's so much to do and because like even if it we would take like racism, hundreds of years there's colorism within every culture because of racism because of what white supremacy so i'm like it's so like deep we would that have to like it would take it will be that long there before yeah, anything gets done by it, about we'd it we'd be gone i didn't my body would have planted like 20 trees by then <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it's exhausting when you think about it it is because it would be an exhaustive process because like it would literally have to be like all the little children that were born when Sal was born would have to grow up not knowing racism. But that means nobody can talk about it to them. Nobody ever in the world can never be on TV. It can never be talked about. I mean, it would have to be talked about obviously, but like to read, to like uproot it and change it, it would have to be started with like either Sal who's only one or people that haven't been born yet. That is terrible. Like it, it couldn't be. It couldn't be started with like our generation. Like, I just want to be happy. Like just stop being bad to people. Like be nice. <laughs> just them on their character. Don't touch their hair. Like leave them alone. <laughs> it's so much. Um, because racism is a taught act. So is anything that's like you're conditioned to think. It's also taught. Um, 
I don't know. So what are what could be up? Do you think there are any positive effects for cultural conditioning? I don't right now off the top. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it kind of like contributes to kind of groupthink. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I think every black family has subjected you know the next generation to some form of conditioning, and it's almost to like if you haven't been conditioned like everyone else you're like weirdo or you're like oh Erica Badu or you're some type of hippie yeah that's me and my sister <laughs> and my family we're we're strange because we don't you know Dana's been had natural hair and they just swear that you sell like oils and stuff somewhere on the market <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like you're just like strange if you don't believe the group thing policy like I don't know. I know my grandma thinks I'm strange because I have like a lot of um, gay friends, male and female gay friends. And she just thinks that's weird because, you know, being gay is contagious. Most of my friends have nose rings. (laughs) You can catch it. That's a whole nother thing, especially like homophobia is definitely. Oh, homophobia. It's just. By people who are like, oh, the, the Bible says this. And I'm like, girl, you got five kids about six different men (laughs) like talking about the bible says something you wasn't listening but it's also like even from like growing did you see moonlight i haven't yet i really do want to see it you want to see okay so even from like a young age because i don't use the boys as an example but never mind but even from like a young age just like telling little boys that they shouldn't cry or that they shouldn't you know they should man up like first of fucking all it's a child You should, first of all, be um, not rude to the child. Second of all, he he can have emotions. Just because you're emotionally uh, unstable ass don't have none. You can't just be forcing upon this child. So it's like telling a little boy that he should man up and he shouldn't cry and boys don't cry. And that's sissy stuff and that's for girls. And it's also like, what's wrong with being a girl? What's wrong with, like, why is, why, it's just also like saying every, that's also gives men condition to think that women are less than, because everything that a boy does is less than crying, showing his emotions, um, having any type of feelings is shown as being a girl. Expressing those feelings. Expressing those feelings. Even showing love to your, like, family members. You kiss your son on the cheek? That's gay. Yeah, and it's like. What? Women women do that, but it's also like, you know, it's like you're conditioning to think that being, that one doing anything that's woman-like is less than. So you're conditioned to think that women is, women are less than. Then you're conditioned to think that anything that's woman-like is not, is gay. And then you're conditioned to think that gay people are less than or something's wrong with them. So it's just like, there's so many layers to that. And it's like, none of that's true. Women are not less than you. Gay people are not just like these crazy other beings. I don't know. Like we're moving into like a human. whole, like there was, I saw a tweet and it was like, um, straight black guys are the white people of black people. Oh my God, they are. They and, are so much, and they be saying something like, "Do you not realize how crazy you, you sound like a white person?" And I'm like, "You're just like representing black people means representing black people as a whole." Yeah, you can't kind of say, "Oh, I'm I'm down for black people. I'm pro black," and it's just like, "Oh, I'm only here for other straight black guys." Who one guy was like, um, "I don't even let the soap suds get in between my butt because that's gay." Nigga, cleaning your ass? Like, hyper-masculinity, and, like, they don't really understand, like, Hyper-masculinity and toxic masculinity. That is crazy. Like, I try to have this conversation. I feel like... I think it's me and Baron. We get into, like, conversations about, like, masculinity and, like, toxic masculinity, and he's always, like, saying stuff. I'm just like, Baron. He's like, the only thing that's gay (laughs) is being gay. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, I've also seen things, like... I'm gonna probably hit Baron come back up in here and talk about that. 
I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to say it on the radio so I can remember. Um, Like I've also seen on Twitter, it's like, you know, drinking out of a straw is gay. <laughs> Twitter niggas are dumb. <laughs> it's like, man up. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you just be who you are. Like, don't kind and of And then also, like, yourself. what's wrong with being gay, my nigga? What, like. Like, it ain't like they're Penny recruiting was... people. <laughs> <laughs> it's the gay agenda. The gay agenda is out there, Being and it's trying a, to get you. It's a very exclusive club. If you get can get in, <laughs> I'm on the waiting list. Shut up. <laughs> it's like Petty said, like, why are you so worried about what I'm doing? Like, I'm just living my life. Like, <laughs> Does that make my life less than? Should you not fight for, you know, me to be alive? Yeah, especially for, like, people that believe that being gay is so wrong that they like go out their way to like be mean and be evil to gay people just say what's wrong with you i'm like do you know how like that's just weak i never understood how people can like leave their house go find other people and mess with them it's like like, there's so much to do there's so many there's so many activities gilmore girls just dropped four 90 minute episodes you could be doing that black mirror is great to watch Hulu is offering free trials. Right? I mean, I got free HBO at my house. You might have free HBO at they your house. They have the full series. Oh, my God. Wow. Hulu? Hulu, yep. I watched it on Netflix. I'm like, it's so good. <laughs> there's so much to do. It's like, I'm not going to go look on, on the internet. And, like, there's another thing about, like, internet trolls on every video. I'm like, why are you going to comment racist stuff on a pimple popping video? Why? Just go away. Like, live, go. You spending way too much time worrying about me. Why are you on James Brown's sex machine you talk about niggas? What? <laughs> like, you look that up to go comment something nasty. Right? Because I'm like, it popped up to you. Not like it popped up. Not like somebody was like, hey, you should comment something racist today. I wonder if they have like a tracker. Oh, damn. I, you know what? My tracker says I only said five racist comments today. And yesterday <laughs> I was up to 12. I got to say something racist. I'm what so are they behind. watching right now? What's Beyonce. going on? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's on right now? Empire. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I can do Empire. Can and do it's Empire. never even creative. Like, if it was something funny It's also hard. Yes. It's always just usually niggas or monkeys. Like, if you said something clever, I might just be like, damn, that's racist. But that was hell, hella clever. I know. It's, it's, not, it's not like the Pinterest, like, it's not like the Pinterest post of racism. It's just always just like dumb as fuck it's like so it's like you're stupid be great get, get give me something new i don't know and it's never anything like that's actually factually correct it's like dang if you can like hate us at least know us to know what to hate i know have you met a black person um yeah but it's like so many things your people are culturally conditioned to think all the time and it's like it's so many layers of stuff that like lead to everything and just leads to like it's all rooted in patriarchy <laughs> all rooted in white supremacy sorry about it but for the most part it is and like high class high socioeconomic status wealthy rich old and white it's men. crazy it's like dang to live a whole life under this like we're in our mid-20s and i'm tired i'm exhausted <laughs> it's like hey can y'all chill and just be nice for one day <laughs> can i make it through the day um Damn, I want to say something else about being a woman. Oh, it's like it's also cultural condition since men think, since they're conditioned to think that being anything like a woman is less than then when something happens to a woman, like say a woman is raped and say she's raped and like they don't really feel any sympathy or. Don't I actually really saw a guy her. tell like say, oh like when well, black women got raped in slavery, it wasn't even about them. It was about like the white guy trying to hurt the black dude. I'm like, well then why didn't he rape you or why did he force somebody else to rape you? That would be way worse than mm-hmm. you know. Me being raped. Like, dang, we can't even be the victim of our own damn rape? No. 
or you're like lying about it or something like there's always some underlying and even not for black women just like women in general i mean you know we're black obviously but you know just like in general sense of like women like in most of these cases they're like oh they're lying yeah they're lying or like they find different ways like oh what were you doing why were you out there at that time of night why were you wearing a ponytail you why were you wearing a skirt you wore a body con dress Mm-mm. you was asking for it but it's just like why are you why do you think automatically that if somebody is asking for something horrible to happen to them because you're conditioned to think that it was obviously her fault it's like there's so many like if you can undo culture and condition you have to do so many things you have to have like so many classes then you have to make sure people go to the classes yeah, you have to make sure they're retained the then you have to like because it's like there's think, only so many safe space classes that can I save think people it, i can't remember who like said this but they were they teach like women how not to get raped but they never teach boys like not to rape people yeah exactly they don't at all so just don't all. rape people that's it it's like literally the simplest thing if they're vulnerable be a nice person and not rape them don't you see that as an oh it's my time to rape yeah, somebody if a girl doesn't want to talk to you and she's at the club and then she goes walk to her car leave her the fuck alone she don't want to talk to you my nigga there's gonna be somebody else that wants to talk to you calm down maybe it's you maybe it's you maybe it's like also we don't go to the club to talk to men all the time sometimes I do sometimes I don't sometimes you just get on my nerves Sometimes I just want to look cute at the function of my friends. <laughs> and I want to get turned. Yeah, sometimes you just politely <laughs> turn down. And there's people that just cannot take being turned down even politely. Yeah. Like, if you're it's too like, nice, if you're nice, they're like, ooh, she was nice. Let me just get on in. And don't it's, insult people, especially if they turn you down nicely. Yeah, and it's like, you mean, you, you stupid bitch. And it's like, damn. Yeah, it's like, good. oh, no, thank you. Well, you was ugly anyway. And it's like, well, was I? Guy. Was that because you just spent a whole 20 minutes trying to get me to come talk to you? So maybe I wasn't. And also, I know I'm not. And then I'm like, should I be offended? But I'm like, I ain't like that person, so why do I care? (laughs) Yeah, because then you be trying to, you be feeling bad. And then it's like, you also have to like, like, we're also like conditioned to think that we have to be nice to all the men and like go through all, and like accept all their advances and be okay with them talking to to us the way they do. Yeah, and if you like honestly if you're not a woman if you were a woman I don't, especially if you go out somewhere mm-hmm. it's just bad like yeah i was telling somebody the other day how we used to go to um oh i was talking to denicio who was one of our past guests and how we used to go to cute parties and you always get touched because you're in the back because you're the tail <laughs> like, it's like unsolicited like always they always go for the backside, and it's like a lot of times it was not gentle it was just like oh random it was like very like slap me on the butt like very hard and it's like dang shall i fight like i don't have enough people for this yeah because we was all like gone at that point you got split up from us huh and then, and then no, you came and told us we th- was like there was a cute party where y'all did see me get rammed up but the dude was like extra big and y'all was like look just take that l we can't take him yeah he was <laughs> He was huge, and we were all like, "Hey, put our lines." When I down, tell you this please, dude looked like Kesha Freeman from the Boondocks, like, oh my god, he was so. He big. literally he had like a runaway slave chain around his neck. He had a dog chain on, and he was like, he he was like six five, four hundred pounds he was of muscle, up. and I like and he drunk as fuck. He circled me like twice, and then cocked back and smacked me so hard. Like when I tell you, if it had been in slow motion, you would have seen my butt just ripple, ripple. for like two seconds. <laughs> And I look back at my peoples, and they like, we were all like, he's too big. <laughs> like we were all in shock because he, he like passed us. We were all like, Whoa. if he was like a little smaller, I would have punched him in the face. If he was a little small, we all would have cursed him out because even even Sydney was quiet. But and we were all just like, I had to take that L. And we like, sometimes, That's a big ass nigga. He was, but big. that happens a lot, and it's like, why do you feel entitled to? 
touch, touch people me. that you yeah, don't know. Like, like at AGP, some dude like took two hands and slapped my titties. <laughs> and I was just like. Why? I don't know. I was getting off the elevator and like he was getting on. And he just like went blop. And I was like, what the? Like, I was, like, too much in shock. And his friends on the elevator were like, ha, 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 yeah, nigga, that's funny. Ha, 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 like, encouraging him. And, I, like, I turned around and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what, like, I don't even understand, like, why you want to, like. Because also, what am I supposed to do? Be like, swoon, like, oh, my God, you slapped my boobs. Like, he did it hard. Like, oh, my God, that was so sexy. Oh, my God, that was so sexy. He slaps my boobs again. Let me come talk to you. I want to kick them in the nuts. Like, but, like, it happened so fast. And, like, he got on the elevator and the elevator doors closed. And, like, I was in so much shock. I just, like, turned around. If like, I'd have been the... there, I probably would have like, rushed him. Was, was he, was his friend small? I could. Kind of small? If they were skinny, I could have took all of them. Oh, no, you're you're taller than me. You know what I'm saying? I would have I would have beat them up for you. Thanks, but like I wasn't. I was by myself. Um, Sydney and Shana were in the room. Sydney, Sydney, Shana, and um, my high Amber were all in the room. See, and uh, people out there listening, that is sexual assault. It's sexual assault, and then like you try to tell them what sexual assault, and they're like, and they're like, oh no, that ain't, it ain't that serious. And it's like, not that serious. If a gay dude just cups you by the nuts, you'd be upset. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, um, straight men be so like afraid of gay men because they don't want to do to gay men what. They don't want gay men to do to them what they do to us. And it's like, boy, gay men not checking for you. They Neither really is not. a girl. None of us are checking for you. You're unkempt. <sighs> I hate niggas. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we should play that song. Niggas ain't shit. Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> also, is she black? No, I think she's like Spanish or something. Oh, my God. She's like Cuban or something. Pay me money. Um. I listen to that song at least like once a month. <laughs> I know you do because you post about it every time you listen to it. Oh my god! I made I made Anita listen to it. She thought it was hilarious, and then she was like, she went and took a shower. She came back and she was thinking, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> it's so catchy because it's like the same thing. Um, what are we gonna take away from this real quick, Jay? I think we should go on a breakity break. Yeah, I think I just want people to take away like really examine how you think and how you know you react to things in the world because they really think about where it came from. You know, all our experiences have shaped who we are now mm-hmm. and a lot of times people don't really notice that they're headed in the same place that maybe their parents were going or mm-hmm. you know they've been programmed by somebody else to think the same way like just just kind of reflect on yourself if you need to meditate meditate um do some soul searching yeah and really think about like your effect on the world and you mm-hmm. know how you perceive others and why yeah yeah, get to the root of the situation. Usually a lot of things come from your childhood. A lot of things come from your parents or your, if it's not your parents, whoever raised you or the people that influenced you heavily in your childhood when you were forming, getting all your formative thoughts. Or if you're a person that, like, has changed since childhood, it could kind of come from that. Like, you know, especially people that be, like, you know, reborn as a older person. Um just think about like yeah like like Jai said like where does it come from why do you think this way you don't you don't just think this way because you feel that way but why do you feel that way like examine it for real examine your feelings get to know yourself please know yourself know your worth <laughs> hate to be cliche but yeah really really think it through and really kind of just come to terms because i don't know my past birthday my birthday passed last month and i just kind of started thinking about like Mm-hmm. You know what's going on in life. You know there are things in California that kind of help you reflect, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> but yeah, be just introspective. 
Yeah. That's also like, it could be something like really small. Like, like a comment someone said to me when I was growing up about like my body made me feel really self-conscious about it. And I didn't even like realize, like I tried to brush it off, but like it still, it like resonated for a very long time and subconsciously ate me up. Yeah. And I had like the opposite. Like I've, I developed pretty young and there were a lot of like creepy people around lurking around like, oh, you feel not nicely. And I'm like, I'm 12. Like you're disgusting. And like for people to think that's fine when people like when grown men tell the children like, oh, he's just being fine. You know how he is. No, it's not. It's not OK. Um, yeah, that's like a whole bunch of things to like think about. when you think about cultural conditioning, like thinking about relationships, thinking about mental health issues. I'm just trying to think of things in the black community like relationships, mental health issues, um, colorism um uh, issues with the lgbtq community and like just like self image kind of things like so. free yourself we just want you to free yourself free your mind break and the chains the rest will follow. you may not even know that you have you know mental barriers but you do you just never know just take a look at it take a look it's in a book if you have a story if you want to get something Rainbow. out give us a call dawn what's the number sunny d Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Sunny D. <laughs> uh, the number is 504-865-3635. And that's 504-865-3635. If you listening live. Ooh, that rhymed. <laughs> she be doing this for you, y'all. Okay, we're going to take a briggity break, and then we'll be back, y'all. We'll be back to talk more. Producer Lady Jai. Oh, I got to let this ad play because, you know, YouTube ain't free. <laughs> I don't have YouTube Red. I thought about getting it. They're really trying to charge people. I'm like, YouTube is for the people. <laughs> not anymore, girl. Not <laughs> any fucking more. <laughs> Just to be stronger than me. You've been here. songs today have been selections from Bruce Lady Jai. So thank you Bruce Lady Jai for your song selection. You can't they can't hear you.
Let's suppose that you're writing a really important email to y'all know this is the song i was talking about last episode that's so petty he should play that under his story time fyi Mace gon' do you proper Girl, I could tell you was meant for me I could tell by the way you were sent to me While I'm on tour trying to make them centuries And they ask who you mean, you better mention me If you don't, you know you got a problem Said you want no beef, girlfriend, don't start now. And it just so happened that I'm seeing cat Cause you messed up a lot just trying to be fast And I ain't gon' ask who smashed the E-class Pull up to the rib with the whole front crash Now you wanna laugh? Good thing that's the past If you ever log in, girl, that'll be your last Adore you, that's 
That's why I don't mind doing these things for you. You did things for me that wouldn't believe you did. That's why I always want to keep you here. In the year two, girl, I can see you with my kids. Girl, you make a thug want to get a legal gig. It's only right we spend our lonely nights getting crazy biz till we awake the kids. Don't get too loud, got respect for your honey. To keep it all real, you come second to my money. And can you be my ghetto love prophecy? Everybody love you, girl, not just me. And I know that you really care a lot for me. Want to see you happy even if it's not with me. Not with me.
Lady Chai. Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to get into um, one of our new favorite shows, mm-hmm. Insecure on HBO. Yeah, Petty and I have talked about it before, and we talked about all the fine niggas. Yes. Oh, oh my Z-fi. gosh. And I live in LA, and I don't know where those guys are. I just need a piece of one. Like so much, so much. Lawrence, like mm-hmm. Lawrence, really got it together, and honestly, like from the perspective of the show, honestly, I can kind of see where both of them come from because, like, we just see him, you know, he had like his rough patch in the first couple episodes, then he started to get it together. But in the scope of their relationship, that was four years of just him sitting around in sweat. Like, was kinda... he really sitting around for four years, or was it just like he was in it and was, out of jobs? It said they said they had been together for five years, and he had been unemployed for four. That's all they said. That doesn't make any sense to me. So he probably was taking jobs here and there, like freelance stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he had taken like a full time job because he was working on his app. And he's like one of those people that can't can't really do two things, like work a full time job and then you know work on things on the side. Yeah. But I mean, four years is a very long time, and she. I mean, honestly, I would have I would have been like nigga. But there was like problems. She should have said something way before then. She way kinda, before she kind of just let it ride and that's kind of like indicative of why their relationship you know is yeah, how it I mean, is Miley says she doesn't take she doesn't uh, follow through or anything so yeah but I like Lawrence like Lawrence got together and he just <laughs> feels so like bad. the kind of guy that like he's not trying to do you dirty you know mm. what I mean I feel like he's really straightforward uh, like he's the type of guy that actually will support you and lift you up like if you did a great job like he's like look you killed planning that yeah. like you were amazing doing that yeah. I held you down like, like she Daniel, had a problem he Daniel fixed will it be yeah he is shysty it's like you know how hard it is to you find somebody that fix you I can't get over that yes. like what were you doing creeper my creeper son yes and I was like dang like no that was too much I'm sorry He's good looking. And shout out to him because he was on this like short lived show on Fuse called The Hustle. And Princess Penny, who's like one of the exa- EPs he had cre- he created, The Hustle, it only had six episodes, but it was a good show. All right, let's go back. 
<laughs> just like look it up. Um, yes, look up the episode. So, so, so we just have to find out what happens next. Do uh, you think that he will take her back I after cheating? I don't know. I would like for him to, but I feel like maybe not. And maybe season two is going to be all full of the him, her trying to win him back. I, this is what this is what I she's think gonna be like happen. She's going to be like without him, and then she can't get with Daniel because he she, she made him mad. First, that was like she didn't have to do him like that. Like I feel like I mean, she but she was being honest. But maybe. I still feel like she should have handled it a little bit better. Like, to just kind of, like, she did have history with this person. He did, for the most part, he was pretty respectful towards her. And he was getting mixed signals from her, too. Yeah, but he was also sending, like, he was also sending her the signal, like, oh, this isn't nothing. But he but also been, he, he, he didn't like follow think, through his words. He kind of said, I'm not ready for a relationship. But, like, but also, he kept pressing her about stuff. Yeah, but I also think that, I think he was just pressing her because he wanted to get something. But I also think that... He might just be upset because, like, from what it seems like the whole time that they were together when they were friends with benefits, it was mostly, like, him being, like, the one, like, oh, I was just, like, I just needed that at that time. Like, it was mostly him being the one pushing her off. And now he might be upset because she's pushing him off. And, you yeah, know, men, like... It's more like, about the access to a person sometimes. Yeah, you know, like, men, like, things they can't have. Yeah, like, I've always noticed that, like, know, you always, when like, I cut things people you can't off, have. when I cut people off, they, like, always come back extra hard and then come with... Oh, I'm not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, think, I really don't I think, think it's he might about just feel kind of played. Or, that, or yeah, I, I think his ego might be hurt because he's doing to she's doing to him what basically he did to her that whole time. When she said you were just an itch, I needed to scratch. Ooh. Oh my god. Oh my god. Especially that wasn't a good place to do it because he could have been like, all right, and went straight to her boyfriend. I mean, he was screaming. Like, she was like, "You being loud." <laughs> <laughs> she always worried about people being loud. But he She's kept like, it down. He could have went straight to her boyfriend and mm, been like, But Look. he didn't, he doesn't, they don't know each other. Yes. But still, at the same time, he knows her job. He could have blown, blown up the spot and like, yeah, he's. Ooh. Hello you there. You scared it's me. Scary. <laughs> no problem. Hey. Are you, are you yes. yes. It's okay. How long are you on? Um, 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but yeah he could have blown up the whole spot because he knew that was her job he could have just kind of yelled <laughs> no i don't know who that is it's um some guy just walked in and he scared the shit out of my heart See, this wouldn't happen on the breakfast club i'm out of here um but yeah, I don't think <laughs> I'm a little startled. She shouldn't have put it off because she knew like it was going to come back at some point. And mm-hmm. she should have told him when she got home. She should she have first known. of all, she shouldn't have did it. She shouldn't have. Shit. She she fell for all the traps. He's like, "You want to come in the studio? Don't ever go in the studio." <laughs> you want to give me a ride home? Down in no, the I don't want to give you a ride home. And when the other people left, she should have left. She should have left. Especially there was liquor, dark lights, music, girl. Mm -hmm. A fine man. Like, girl. Girl. A guy that you've always wanted to. Girl, get out. Get out while you can, Issa. Also, Producer Jai and I really love Issa. (laughs) We've been like Issa Rae fans since Awkward Black Girl. Yeah. Like, early days of Awkward Black Girl. Yeah. Since we, actually, since we've met. Yeah. Ever yeah. since she said I can fuck us from Jambalaya. <laughs> we were there. We, we were there. <laughs> we were there. When she went to that open mic, we were there. So like I'm just proud of her that like she was yeah. able to like manifest yeah. you know, outside of YouTube. I'm so I'm so excited. Yeah, for and her. it's a great show. It's great. I mean Awkward Black Girl was amazing. 
and I don't know. She did a great job. I also appreciate like the kind of similar, not the similarities, but like the kind of like familiar things. Yes, that is very real for how we speak to each other. Yeah, I mean, like between awkward black girl and insecure. Oh yeah, and there's especially like putting on the actors from awkward black girl because mm-hmm. a lot of the actors from awkward black girl are now on insecure. Some in minor parts, some in you yeah, know. Yeah, but like her parts. best friend, um, Sudi J was in. She wasn't in the last episode. It was some other girl playing her. Do you realize that? Was it? I think it was some other girl who was playing her. I don't think her. so. I, think I can't remember what her name is. No, it was her because I remember she came in with like some flowers and she was like, where does this go? And she no, was it like, was a different girl. That it was wasn't, her. That was not her. I'm going to go back and watch it. I got HBO now on my phone right now. I'm going <laughs> to look it up. I don't know who that fucking man was. I'm but yeah, very I would like to have that problem though, having to choose between two fine men that can't get enough of me. Mm, I would choose Lawrence. Me too. <laughs> Especially he was looking good in that suit. Oh, he had got that fresh, I'm going to get a job haircut. Yes, boy. It's like, first mm. of all, when you get a dude like that, especially when he gets like a really good haircut and he in a suit, you have to kind of like... It don't him, take much to please like, Just me, tell y'all. him his hairline cricket because you don't want him to be thinking he too fly out here. This, this is why I jive single. <laughs> it's like, oh, this you look I... cute. And if he be like, oh, really? I thought so too. It's like, nah, get your hairline cricket right. humping yourself. This is why I jive single. But yeah, like it's hard to find someone that like actually builds you up and supports you. Yeah, because like when I was dating, when I was dating my ex boyfriend, he would like wear a suit and get his hair fresh and twisted. I'd be like, oh, nigga, you look nice. Yeah, he knew how to do all types of exotic tie knots. I had to teach him how to like tie his dreads up once. And I was like, how do you not know that you've had dreads for all this time? Like, I got to teach him how to put in like a big bun thing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you know, he knew he how had to tie sm- knots at least 17 different ways. And some of those ways I had to teach him. But. You know, he's not the smartest, but he used to wear a suit and be looking mighty sharp. And I was like, oh, it doesn't take much for me, y'all. You just got to wear a suit, <laughs> a very nice suit. Not like some. If it's like Taylor. Like, if don't it's go, Taylor. Not your court suit. Like Not your court suit. <laughs> nigga. Not your Steve Harvey. Like, I need a nice tailored Michael Buble, if you will. Justin Timberlake <laughs> suit and tie. You know, white people. Just, thing uh, with white people. Idris Elba in GQ. Oh, nice suits. Just okay. Idris Elba. But let's talk about Molly. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Molly kind of rejected the idea of therapy. She needs therapy. She definitely needs she therapy. She needs a lot of things, actually. She needs, she needs to, to calm the fuck down is what she needs. Because, like, she definitely... I don't know why she does this, but, like, she likes them when she clings to them immediately mm-hmm. and kind of, like, scares them away. Or if it's someone that she perceives as, like, beneath her in status or... You know, socially, she kind of mm-hmm. just keeps them at bay. Yeah, or like she she couldn't deal. First of all, she also went back to Jared's house, and I was like, "Are you lucky, Jared?" Encouraged. Well, he kind of did. He just slammed the door in her face. Thank you. Jared was very nice, and she screwed it up, and Mm-mm. he seemed like a cool dude. Yeah, because she didn't couldn't take it the fact that he um. She was very insulting. Like, oh, I'll, I'll come down to your level. Like, right? what? what kind of? You know, I should have lowered my standards for you. And I was like, what? And he was like, I'm tired. Bloop. And I was like, at that point, like, just you should have just let you it told, go. you told that boy he was gay. Yeah, I mean, and again, n- another good dude. I don't know where they are in L.A. because I don't find them like that. And Jared was also, like, regular fine. Like, you know, David is just, David, fuck, Daniel is just like, woo, woo, kind of fine. And Lawrence is, like, kind of who fine, but also kind of like, I can find very him. Like, I can thing, find Lawrence in a while. Oh, also fun fact. You can find Lawrence. In a while, I got it like that. It looks like Lawrence in the wild. In the wild, yeah. <laughs> What's the wild? Real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Fun fact: 
producer Lady Jai and I were in the mall when they were shooting that episode. Which episode? Was that me, you? No, that was, uh, was that me, you, and Shayna and Kim? No, it was me, Shayna, and Kim. We went to the mall with Kim, I think. Or were you with us? No. When y'all came to visit last time? Yeah. No. Oh, no, we, I had to go to work. Well, yeah, no, it was me, Shane, and Kim, and we went to the mall, and they were shooting an episode when they were at the mall with the rings. Oh. We were in there, <laughs> they were shooting an episode. Like, we didn't see them, but, like, we asked the board what was going on, and he said it was insecure. We were like, oh, yeah, finally, her show can come out. Yeah, I liked Lawrence, the fact that he was actually like, let's go look at rings. Yeah, he looked, and and he like, looked at them before. And he took, like, he when she had that problem, like, he took care of it. Yeah, like, uh, Isa. I'm, I'm like I was legit hurt. Like that was somebody I knew. Like I can't believe she would ruin this for us. We were all rooted for, <laughs> for you. you. We were. <laughs> um, okay, so we talking about. Sorry, we're digressing. But I was in the thing. Jai wasn't there. Um, Molly definitely needs some help. Did you think that conversation with her and Issa was too harsh? Um, I think for their relationship dynamic, I feel like they probably have had arguments like that before. I don't think they have. I feel like they just don't hold those things. Because she said she doesn't tell her, like, you know, exactly. They've definitely had heated arguments. I think it probably was probably the biggest one they had so yeah, far. Yeah, probably, like... But it was a lot needed, of truth. You definitely needed to talk about that stuff, though. I think, yeah, they definitely should have not in that way, like, sat down and been like, look, this is, you know... But, like, how do you I have see? those kind of conversations with people? Like, it's hard to have conversations with your friends about stuff that you think they need to do. I'm, I'm, like, I'm just the type of person. If you out here fucking up, I'd, be, I'd have a hard time telling you you was fucking up. I tell my friends a lot. And we kind of have, like, hand signals. Like, we don't have to tell each other. We just flash the hand signals across the room. And it's just like, you tap on your head, you're fucking up, and then it goes like this, get it together. So, like, we kinda, <laughs> yeah, we we just communicate to each other that way. And we've had a couple interventions where, like, look, you be out here being a dumb bitch. <laughs> get it together. <laughs> legit, like, legit, like, throw you on the bed. Like, get your shit together. Oh, my God. <laughs> Short of slapping. Nobody got slapped. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like Instagram. I'm very excited for season two. And I'm very excited for the season finale. I did see, like, the... Like the next week on Insecure, that Lawrence then, was like making out with somebody. And I couldn't tell who it was. I was like, "Is it Tasha?" I honestly think he was a bank teller. In the words of Crystal, Tasha the Chase Hope. And yeah, <laughs> this is why I feel like he will run to the bank teller because now he's been cheated on. He probably feels, you know, like he's unworthy or lesser than. And that bank teller pumps him up so much because uh-huh, he was all like, "Oh, he feels like the man." So I'm he's cool. gonna run straight to her and be like, "Says Issa F and with other people, I'm gonna go ahead and dip in this pie because it's dip there my in the toe." Yeah. Is there and available, and he might like have a little whole face because he's just been hurt. Like a whole face. he's been in a five year relationship, and Jack's I guess favorite been thing is whole face. <laughs> I've never had a whole face, so I don't think I've had one either. No, <laughs> <laughs> whole faces are subjective. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> But yeah, he definitely like wants his ego built back up, and that bank teller is gonna treat him like he's the second coming of Jesus. She is. She is going to lick the ground. He and she on. was real thirsty, so he's definitely she gonna. Got, she had to titties her. out. Like you have your titties out right now. Your titties I, out. I wanted them out. It was the day for them to come out. She wanted her titties out too. She had it all out. She had them titties popped up and perked. And she went with her little heels and went down to the Best Buy talking about y'all got batteries, girl. <laughs> um you yeah. are, who wants the best buy for batteries <laughs> no one 
She could have been like, oh, if I'm, I'm already, about if I'm already there for something else, then I'll get them. But no, I she go wasn't to looking for nothing else. She walked in the store, walked past the display of batteries, went to the electronics <laughs> department, was like, hey, Lawrence. Oh, I didn't know you work here. I just told you I worked here last time. What? <laughs> um, what am I saying? Oh, have you watched Atlanta? Yes. I pro- I apparently, it. I thought, how many episodes does Atlanta have? It was 10. Oh, girl, I only have eight episodes. It's in my end, like, I was at work and they were talking about the last episode and I was like, what? That wasn't what I had. Yeah, there were 10 episodes. The last episode I saw eight. when they were at the club. Oh, yeah, there's a couple more. Yeah, and they're not on my DVR, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> they were so, like, I loved Atlanta because there were parts of Atlanta where I'm like, he just completely disregarded all, like, TV structure. But <laughs> it was amazing. It worked. And then I was like, damn, you really don't have to conform to, like, Mm-mm. you know, traditional TV formats. Well, he yeah. doesn't anyway. Yeah, it's like... um my cousin Neela, she was saying like Atlanta seems like a lot of about a lot like the Boondocks, where each episode is like kind of confined, but it's about like black stuff, and it's just like really ridiculous. I kind of want Darius to have like his own episode, ridiculous in a good way. I mean, I think his episode was kind of the episode when he was taking him around trying to give him the <laughs> <laughs> he was trying like, to oh, give him some money. Buy this sword. He was what? Like, what? Buy this sword. Yeah. And then he's like, well, he get the money? No, we come back in like two months. <laughs> he's like, we come back in six months and get the money. He's like, what? He's like, you didn't say you needed it now. Nigga, what'd you I thought? Said, I said, if you need the money, take the money. But if you want more money. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. So I don't. The last episode episode I saw was at the club. And that, oh my god that promoter was that promoter story was so true like most promoters i know are extra shysty mm-hmm. that guy is actually a local actor from here <laughs> his name is lucius paston and he's a local new orleans actor he shout dip- out to local new orleans actors when he dipped past that wall i'm like well, he-, god, he went through the wall i was like what is going on this dude built a wall specifically to, j- to jet people like the money he spent on that wall he could have used that to pay the people he out uh-huh and I wasn't even mad when Paperboy went and like slapped. Yeah. He slapped him with that money. I he slapped the shit out of him. He gotta be saying that boy's gonna be a Big star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then like it's also just find it interesting that we never ever again heard about the shooting. I feel like it'll come back up. Yeah, I mean, in that episode, I don't know what happened in nine and ten, but in that episode, they were like, you know, Paperboy was there and there was a shooting. But. No, nah, they didn't really get around, get back to it, but it, I think it'll definitely come up in season two. It was funny. Um, did he get renewed for season two? Yes. Awesome. Both of them, Insecure and Atlanta. Shout out to the Black TV. Like, y'all really doing it because, like, it's some. there's some really good shows, and mm-hmm. you kind of, like, been able to carve out, like, your own, especially Donald Glover. Like, Donald Glover did it kind of how, I guess, I am doing it. Like, he just did a bunch of, like, mainstream things and got his name up, so he had enough weight to go to a network and get his own show. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what I'm trying to do. Like... <laughs> Like, I know network people now. They know me by name. So I'm Ooh, just like, ease on, ease on in there. Ease on down. <laughs> ease on down. <laughs> My stuff road. is not coming on a network, though. <laughs> it's a little grittier than that. but Yeah. Bruce Lee Jai and I are working on a TV show, web series, if you will. Yes. And it's going to be funny as hell. Yes. Because as we've agreed together, we're hilarious. I think we can. We got real talent, y'all. We got talent out here. If you want to donate money to us, <laughs> please hit up my PayPal. It's like hit uh, Triliterate on Facebook 
if any of you are listening and like you know someone who works at a network or who works in high, high up in TV, mm-hmm. holla at, at you, girl. Girl, because also, also Jai and I agreed. Well, mostly Jai said it and I agreed. Is that if one of us does something, that's both of us doing something. So you're like, if you're on the radio, you'd be like, look at us on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> look at us writing for TV. Look at us writing for TV. If Jai wins an award, be like, oh my God, girl, look at us winning an award. Girl, we won the lottery. We won. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, I'm so excited for us. <laughs> <laughs> if one of us succeeds, both of us succeed. Now, if you do something crazy, like if you crack like Kanye, I'm like, I don't know who that girl is. He's getting the help he needs. I'm happy is for him. He, he has he's put he on psychiatric hold, so he has to. Mm-hmm. Wes got it on how to get away with murder. We shall see. Did you watch how to get away with murder? I stopped watching it a while ago. Oh my god. But then somebody was like, This boy didn't survive Voldemort and <laughs> Voldemort and all through Harry Potter and he died in law school. And it's like, but he was the whole point for the entire series. So I'm very confused. That's the why he had to die. Somebody was trying to catch me up too, but it just sounded like a lot. They were, it was a lot. This person was trying to kill themselves, and this person set this person up, and this person killed this other person. I'm like, God. It's a lot. It's actually a lot. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. So if one of us succeed, both of us are going to succeed. So we don't have to play a song for this, but usually Patty sings this, but now it's time for our weekly obsessions. What do you. Da, da, da. I was thinking myself. What are you uh, obsessed with this week? I'm just obsessed with like just pure black content. <laughs> like things that are very relatable. Like, and I'm not even just TV. Let's talk like Insecure, Atlanta. There's this platform called Black and Sexy TV. And they, ha- they put out a lot of shows. Solange's past album, like all of that stuff just made me just feel good. Aww. And like I'm obsessed with it and I want more of it. <laughs> Give me more. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start singing that Britney Spears song. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me more. Okay, but she's like, it starts like it's Britney, bitch. Uh huh. That was some good stuff. That was when she was tried to come back, but she was still kind of cracked out. She made that song with Mac with um G Easy, and I was like, Britney, shut up. Like, who was telling her to, like, oh, yeah, this would be a dope song? You should be on the song with this boy that's, like, 50 years younger than you. Um, All right. Uh, <sighs> this week, I'm obsessed with um my mother's uh Thanksgiving food. So, because I could take, I'll eat a plate and then be knocked out for, like, four hours. That's, like that's a best. good sleep. That's a great. But when you have to wake yourself up because you're like, I can't sleep anymore. And but it's yes, like I can. The worst. I can sleep. Like more. I swear, it felt like I was like in the Avatar state, and I was like, I have to free myself or I will die. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. But yes. let's go back. But going back to like Britney Spears, <laughs> Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. If y'all want to f stuff up, y'all do a damn duet, and. <laughs> It'll Shut be up. dope. Y'all be the white Brandy and Monica. Oh my God, the boy is mine. Maybe more like the boy. Christina would just overdo it, and Brittany, Brittany would just kind of just be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Brittany would underdo it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Christina just extra anyway. Yeah, All she got enough of, for both of them. Half the song will be a run <laughs> and a growl. Um. <laughs> What was your most true or least true moment this week? Um, my most true was 
just at work. We just had really good like shoot weeks. Mm-hmm. I work on a TV show. Um, and it was just like, I don't know. It's been amazing. We, I, I hosted a lot of guests and like all of them were very just great, gracious and really nice and really cool people. Mm-hmm. And then my least trail was my flight from LA to here. It was terrible. Mm. And it wasn't, it had nothing to do with American. It had to do with the people in my row. There were these two people, a father, he was on the aisle seat and his daughter was on the other aisle seat and they had a tiny dog and they just kind of took turns, like, passing the dog around, like, kissing the dog in the mouth and, like, snuggling it and all types of stuff. And I kept thinking, like, what if that dog has to pee? Like, where is it going to go? Mm. And then they had, like, one of those little dog bags and, like, literally licks him in the face and, like, all in the nose. And they're just all kissing it. That's gross. And then, yeah. And I then, wish like, Riley would. The seat was just kind of small and cramped, so I was kind of, like, pushed up against the window. And... Just long flight, like almost four hours. <laughs> and they didn't really have like movies or anything. Like they didn't have like personal TVs in the seats. It was kind of just like, like this is 2016. A whole bunch of first world problems right now. Jack. I don't care. American <laughs> Allies, get your own damn personal TVs with cable. Cancel. Um, my emotional moment is a couple of things. Um, but uh, Kelly Rowland um <laughs> complimented me. Um, she told me she loved my hair and it was an afro and it was also it was a great because I was feeling really self-conscious and bad about my hair that day and she told me she loved it and all I can get out was thank you because <laughs> like I couldn't like like I was overwhelmed that she even talked to me and so like I just wanted to say wait where did you run with see her again um, I was working at an Essence event when Neela uh. and so I wanted to be like oh my god I love your outfit I love your hat I wanted to say like I love your hat because her hat was real cute I wanted to say I love your hat and I love your outfit, but all I can get out was thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Kelly Rowland just talked to me. I was like, oh my God. She's so pretty and she's so nice and fun. She just looks like she has really good skin. It, girl, it is great skin. Like, I saw it up close and personal. Just smooth and like blemishless. Is that right? a word? Blemishless. <laughs> I don't know. It's worse today. Um, but I was like, oh my God, Kelly Rowland, talk to me. She has like the kind of skin, like if you like lotion it up real good, it just looks like a like bronze trophy. <laughs> Like, the certain people, like, if they lotion up their skin real good, it just looks so, like, velvety and smooth. Yeah. And she was, like, very nice and very, like, personable. And, like, she was just, like, talking to people and just being real sweet. Um, So, oh, my gosh, she's such an angel. She's just a goddess. And I was like, I had to immediately text Producer Lady and Petty. Sure did. (laughs) Kelly Rowling complimented me. She thinks I'm cute. (laughs) I knew you guys would care. That's why she's my favorite Destiny Child member. Always Kelly. I've always been Beyonce. I never had. I never was Beyonce. Always Kelly. Never Michelle. Sorry, girl. I'm always a lead singer. <laughs> Who? Nobody was ever Michelle. By the time Michelle came along, we had already all chosen our side. <laughs> <laughs> there was only two members of the group. Yeah, I'm like, Michelle, girl, you didn't make it. And I was like, if you got there late, then you got whatever was left over. Ugh. Like, nobody wanted to be Latavia. <laughs> Poor Latavia. <laughs> Um, she didn't has she didn't been through some rough stuff. She has, man. Poor thing. My shit what was my least trip moment. I thought about it early today. Um, fuck. I don't know. I guess my least trip moment was trying to do my hair and like fucking it up. Something else happened this week that I can't think of right now, but it was a very least trip moment. Just to let y'all know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I got my paycheck, paid all my bills, and now I have. Thirty dollars left. Mm, 
<laughs> I'm telling you, start scamming people on Twitter. At least my on bills Tinder. paid. Yeah, you didn't want to talk about dating apps, but yeah, we can talk about it later. Okay, we can talk about it together since we're already here together. Um, do you have anything else? Do you have any other kind of announcements to say? Announcements. Um, no, not really. I'm just kind of working. I may have some sketches coming out. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon, I have a sketch uh, that's going to be on Funnier Die called Al Sharpton for Real. So look oh, out yeah, for the that. Sketch, you've been writing a sketch for a while, huh? It's already shot. Look at you. We're just in post. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know you've been writing that one for a while, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I've read a draft of it before. So, yeah, I can't wait for that to come out. And then, yeah, I maybe should. Oh, my God, we have a sketch on Funnier Die. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes. And we're also we're also looking for production company names. Uh, <laughs> if you guys are good at coming up with names, yeah, but you ain't getting no money for it. It's, no, vi- it's, it's volunteer. It's names. just like the Twitter bird. <laughs> it's just like the Twitter bird. Oh yeah, they just ripped that dude off. Oh my god, you we got twenty dollars for it. Poor guy. Shit. Uh, yeah, we'll do you like that. So don't hate <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> at least you know up front. We only need. We not screw you if we tell you. Yeah. Yes. You already know up front. We just need suggestions. We need name suggestions for our production company. Um, yeah. But we'll, guess- gi- we'll give you a walk on roll on something. <laughs> but no speaking parts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even Issa Rae gave her mom a speaking part. Her mom was so cute. I think her mom did a good job. She did. I was like, oh. Now, my, mom, like- now my mom's going to want to be on the show. Oh, my God. My mom can't act, but she thinks she can act, and that's the worst. Jai's mom is hilarious, y'all. Don't she'd be a, such a diva the entire time on set she'd be like this is lukewarm i want five ice cubes yes my mom would be like is there cake like what y'all only got this cake anywhere i go my mom always asks me is there cake and she wants me to bring some home <laughs> and my first thought i was lying until we were at a party one day and my mom texts me is there cake and i'm like look at this <laughs> my mom can be up the street and it can be like a family member's party she's like i'm not going to the party but if there's cake bring me some <laughs> we just gotta make sure we have cake on set for your mom my mom would be like oh i don't know if i want to be um in the show maybe i'll just be in the back and then she'll ask me my mom would want to be a main cast member <laughs> she cannot act i put her i put her in student films before and she is not good oh <laughs> your poor mom <laughs> she didn't even have a speaking part she just had a reaction, though, and she was just <laughs> over the top with the reaction. I'm like, look surprised, mom. And instead of just like a subtle, like, she was just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, no, we um, I don't know. I don't think my mom's listening to this, but if you are, hey mom, <laughs> my mom doesn't listen to it. Oh no, my my mom left her phone today in my look at my mom staying with me because she came over for Thanksgiving. We had Thanksgiving at my house, and so she was asleep for like fourteen hours today, and her phone was buzzing. And so I took it, and so I went on her Instagram and posted a picture of myself. <laughs> I think I saw that. <laughs> yeah. So do you follow my on Instagram? No, I think you like reposted it somewhere because I saw maybe on no you put it on Snapchat. Oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, they put it on Snapchat. Also, like, she had this picture of her and her ex-fiance. Not the guy she was just married to. The guy before that that we called The Worm. And so, like, she had she doesn't go on her Instagram, but that was the last picture she posted. She also looked very cute in that picture. She was very thin. I was like, Mom, when were you this thin? Um, I said my mom's, like, huge, but she looked very different. Um, but she, uh, that was, like, her last picture she posted. And she hadn't dated that man in, like, years. 
Your so, mom had your mom was ahead of the game with with Instagram then. Like my mom only joined Instagram like maybe a year ago. I mean, maybe this was like maybe like two years ago. So it was from 2014, I think. And so I deleted. <laughs> I took the liberty of deleting it for her. <laughs> I was like, click, and then I uploaded a picture of myself. <laughs> and she doesn't say anything. I don't think she, she knows. She probably didn't see it. I also like it's also linked to her Facebook, so it's on her Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have went tagged myself in it. Um, yeah, but I was just like on her Instagram and I posted a picture of myself. I was gonna post I meant to post a picture of myself and a picture of my sister so she can have it. See my mom has a passcode on her phone. My mom does too, I just know it. Oh my mom has a fingerprint passcode. Oh my mom has um yeah. But you know, sometimes you gotta do st- do nice things for your parents. Like they leave pictures of their ex boyfriends. She welcome. No. Oh, I didn't bring any of those pictures, but yeah, my dad. Oh yeah, I wanted to see those my pictures. My dad of found guy. a bunch of old pictures, and it's so weird to see like myself as a child from like twenty plus years ago. Oh, baby, it's crazy. Jai. And my parents looking all young and stuff. Oh, my mom looks the same. Like she's so she. I mean, I don't age. I guess because my mom and my dad didn't really age, but like my mom looks. My face looks exactly the same. Yeah, it's like somebody just put you on a bigger body with boobs. I know. Like, you're just, like, taller with boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my family looks so happy. My mom always had amazing teeth. My mom has, like, really great teeth, and I never inherited her teeth. And that's, like, the <laughs> one thing I wanted. <laughs> I don't know. Me and my mom talked about teeth whitening the other day. Um. Oh, I, I posted a picture of uh, Yesenia on the Triliterate page. And someone, so one of our listeners was like, is that the bubonic plague? I was like, oh, my God, look what you're doing to my child, Petty. <laughs> <laughs> so in case anyone wants to know what Yesenia, a.k.a. whatever Petty calls her, looks like. My, oh my niece, God. I talk about all the time. She's on the, so cute. Like, She's on the Twitter and Instagram. Little Sal was so cooperative with the pictures. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He, we did the mannequin challenge. And even Sal was like, still. It's like this one-year-old he just was so cooperative and I was like how did they get him to do all this stuff I have stuff? no idea he was like the one where like there were four pictures and you were like smiling and like just tying, your, your oh, tongue out, and, my tongue out and, and I'm like he did all of them <laughs> he did like a kissy face cause we have to tell him like do this Sal and do that and then he began to be rude cause his daddy showed up um <laughs> yeah and then we did a mannequin challenge and he was still did you see it no I didn't I had to show you <laughs> my family was so drunk how did he know to just he was like my sister was holding him, but he wasn't like he wasn't moving. At all. I was like, "What is going on?" My family was so drunk, and my one of my cousins was like, "We gotta do the mannequin challenge. We gotta do the mannequin challenge." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh, my least trip moment is like I was here for my family coming over, and my also was like I was not my least trip moment is my family coming over for Thanksgiving because they I cannot escape them if they're at my house. <laughs> like you know, usually you go to the, you go somewhere and you can leave. Like I couldn't leave. Like, I, there was nowhere. That's when you yawn real like, <sighs> There was nowhere for me to go because they were in my house. And then in my room, my mom was, like, sprayed out on the bed. And my niece was on the bed. And then we all, like, it was funny because my mom and my niece fell asleep on top of my covers. My sister fell asleep holding Sal, like, sitting up on the sofa. Um, You know Joy? Guitar. She plays a guitar. Oh, yeah, I do. Joy was at our house, was at my house. And so Joy's sitting on the other side of the sofa, propped up asleep. And I'm like asleep on the chair in my living room. <laughs> and because we all just like fell asleep because we were all stupid tired and they were all drunk. 
Man, good times. Good times, man. But I was just like, who shit, these motherfuckers got to go. Like, <laughs> I, um, anyways. Oh, producer, you should have put on some second line music. <laughs> yeah, everybody. <laughs> Do what you wanna. They be like, what you, you know the drill. Also, my mom ate somebody's plate that they made. Your mama would have had to die. But nobody, nobody was going back to the East to come get it. She was like, oh, then she was like, I'm like, they don't come get it. Now, if the, now, if they hit it in the oven and she was naked, then it would No, it was in the refrigerator. It would have so been a problem. <laughs> it was in the refrigerator, but nobody was there but me and her. Um, so, producer Jai, thank you so much for coming. I'm so happy you're in town. I got me to too. see you. Thanks for hiding in the corner over there. She who shall not be named. I know, right? Um, it's been fun having you. Thank you for, you know, being amazing and supporting us. And, you know, because you're the third part, you're literate. You listen to the show. <laughs> I surely do. <laughs> I download it and I play on my iPad. I listen to it in the car. Yes. And all the LA traffic. Um, and I, I hope, work. I hope we're making you proud. I love you guys. We love you too. Um, and of course, everyone remembers that we allowed. We cute. We cute. Real cute. She got her titties out. She real cute. Look, it was titties out day. Okay? <laughs> Guys, out titties out. And we is black. Black, y'all. And we black, y'all. Uh, and we, we black, 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 black